Blog Talk Radio. When Wilfer will call, and even is night, I hurry to my Hello, welcome to Psychic Tapestry Spiritual Tune-Up Show. I'm Ken Kessler, and I am trying to find my co-host for the show, Michelle Ambergy, um, who was around about an hour ago and has disappeared. So um, um, I should mention uh, while while I'm looking for her that uh, that was, of course, Fat Domino opening up the show. We didn't have a show last week, and uh, and I did want to um, pay tribute to Antoine Fats Domino, who we lost last week. Um, big doings in New Orleans today to celebrate uh, his life, and um, and there would not have been an Elvis without Fats Domino. There wouldn't have been a lot, a, a lot of uh, popular artists, rock stars, um, trace their. Uh, say that their inspiration was, was Fats Domino. But, um, so I wanted to start off with that. And that was my blue heaven. It's an old standard. And, uh, it's one of my favorite songs that, that Fats does. So I wanted to start with that as well. Um, and I apologize for just kind of, uh, stammering here as we're trying to find Michelle, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure where she went. Um, so if you don't mind hanging on, I, I don't have any hold music to play, but if you don't ha- mind hanging on for a couple minutes, I'm going to get on the phone, see if I can find her. And, uh, if not, we may just have to reschedule tonight's show. So stand by for that. No, I'm sorry. I can't seem to find Michelle, so um, we're going to have to reschedule tonight's show. Um, I know Psychic Tapestry has been off the air for um, for a couple of weeks doing some, some fine-tuning and also been out of town a little bit. Um, but uh, we do have, um, so that this isn't completely wasted, I do want you to know we've got a couple of shows coming up in the very near future. Tony DeMeo and I will be back Friday night at this same time for uh, for the return of the Love Show. Um, I'm not sure if Julia Hoffman will be with us or not. I know she's trying to rearrange her schedule as well, but Tony and I will be here. And then on Saturday uh, for our regular show, Psychic Tapestry will be broadcasting live from um, Mystic Isle here in uh, San Diego for uh, the Psychic Fair. And uh, George of Lejos will be our special guest, and we will be talking about Reiki and about healing 
um, not necessarily at, because it's a big topic and it should be front of mind for everybody now. There's all of this talk um, about health care and health insurance. And this is not going to be a political show by any stretch of the imagination. But this is something when we're all thinking about these things, Reiki is definitely something that you should be thinking about. So George and I are going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about um, uh, what Reiki is. And, um, and one of the great things about Reiki is that anybody listening, you can, you can learn this. So it's not... Um, so it, it, don't feel like you, you're not included. Um, but anyway, that's coming up on Saturday at 10 a.m. And um, I was hoping stalling and talking about all that stuff would make Michelle magically appear, but it has not worked. So um, I apologize uh, that we're just not going to be able to do the show this evening. Um, yeah, I don't I – don't, she's still not – answering. So, um, so my apologies for that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hit the end music and, um, and it's a very quick show. I know. And I, I'm sorry, but wait a second. What is this? Hi, there you are. <laughs> I am Ooh. so sorry. I felt okay. I was coming down with a little bit of a cold and I fell asleep oh. this afternoon and I just woke up. So, <clears throat> I'm here. Hey, everybody. I apologize. Is, hey, everybody. <laughs> this, is, um, Ta-da. Uh, this, is, this is Michelle Ambergy, and um, and you have saved the show. I was just about to hit the end music, and after apologizing to everybody, and now I don't have to because you're here. Yay. Um, oh, phew. I so apologize, yes. Ken. Oh, oh it's, a, it's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't show up one minute later. Because you know how you know, Blog Talk Radio is uh, is is interesting in in several ways, and one is that if I had clicked the button to end the show, and then you had called and said I'm here, it's too late. Blog Talk Radio doesn't let you do another one, even if this was just a yep. four minute show. It's, yep, it's yep. too late. So. Um, <laughs> That's that's why every once in a while, you know, every once in a while that kind of thing happens, and it has happened on this show before, and some of the other psychic tapestry shows, um, where whoever the the co-host or the guest is supposed to be can't find them, and um, and and I start about fifteen minutes before the show, getting everything ready, and uh, so it's not like. I wait until the show starts and go, hey, where is everybody? But I do try to, <laughs> to connect with them, and when I can, I try and call them, and I message them on Facebook. You've got a couple messages waiting uh, on Facebook from me. So, uh, I, I see um, them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things that happens, and then if the the window closes on that show, whether I whether I close it so I don't have to just sit sit here stammering about um the guest that isn't there and and uh, once it once once i click the end episode button that's it if the guest shows up a minute later blog talk radio says that's too bad so yep yeah i'm very glad that was not the case tonight um me too. michelle i started the, the show right. off with um with my blue heaven by fats domino because we lost him last week 
and uh, and we didn't have a show last week, so I did want to to acknowledge and pay tribute to uh, to a, a great musician and 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 a, a fun performer, and yeah, you know he doesn't have a title of the king of rock or the godfather of any or any of that kind of stuff, but without Fats Domino, there would not have been um, Elvis and a, oh on and on and on so right. many artists um, who who came along and uh, I don't know if any if 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 you're old enough to remember the show Happy Days from the 1970s that was mm-hmm. set in the 1950s that was Ron Howard that was that was his, his big vehicle um, and uh, and his song was Blueberry Hill that he liked to sing a lot, which was what yep. was the big fat song. Hit. Um, and so that got a little bit of a resurgence in the 70s. But um, but anyhow, I wanted to, to pay tribute to, to Fats. Um, I also want to mention that um, because it, it, we do put the tune in tune-up, um, my, um, I hate to call it a side project because it's bigger than that, but I, I run an online Christmas music station called The Sounds of Christmas, and we're on. And I know there are probably some of you who are thinking... It's the first of November. I still have my Halloween decorations up. Um, I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to rush the season or cram the holiday down your throat or anything like that. Um, it takes a lot to get the station running and running well, and I don't expect that there is a huge audience for Christmas music on November first. I get that. Okay, I do get that. So you can you can put your pitchforks and torches down. Um, there are a few people, there are a few people who would listen to it all year long, and a lot of this is kind of for them as a thank you because they listen, and and they're they're faithful, loyal listeners to the station. This is the 11th year that I've done it, um, so I get it started right away. And this is also so I can kind of kick the tires and make sure everything is working the way it's supposed to be working, and um, and so that when when you are ready for Christmas music, it's ready for you. And and that's what I, I try to make sure people understand so they don't get too upset that I'm playing Christmas music <laughs> and they still have bowls of Halloween candy around. I'm not trying to not trying to rush anything, I'm just trying to there there's a and there's a lot of work in it because um this is really a a, a big thing for me because I do love Christmas music and there's so much great music out there that never gets played on regular radio stations and regular radio stations you probably have one wherever you live that goes all Christmas possibly already probably not until around Thanksgiving but after a week of hearing Bing Crosby and Mariah Carey back to back over and over and over you're done with it and and I think that's one of the things that gets people so upset about it, it could, because it is the same couple of songs, maybe even if it's a hundred songs. And sometimes a hundred songs sounds like a lot, but when you hear them over and over, it's not. And um, and I have a library that's probably by the end of the season will cross twelve thousand songs. And wow. twelve thousand songs—that's a lot. Wow. Because I'll be I'll be even though even though a lot of Christmas songs are short, I probably won't be able to play um, even 500 a day. Um, 
so you know we're talking about 60 days that's that means that every song might get played a few times over the course of two months. So you're not going to hear Bing and Mariah over and over and over again. If you like <laughs> Bing and Mariah, you will hear them, but you're going to hear a lot of other things. And, you know, Bing Crosby made a lot of great Christmas records, not just White Christmas. So you're going to, you would hear a lot more of Bing stuff. You would hear a lot more from Mariah than just All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, and you'll hear a lot from many other artists, some that you may not have, have realized that. Did you know that, that Freddie Mercury and Queen recorded a Christmas song? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's one that I'll play. And there are, there are so many others like that that I try and, and mix up so that it's fun to listen to and so that it's not the same thing. So anyway, that's why... Um, that's one more reason also why um, the psychic tapestry schedule over the next two months might be a little wonky because it's a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, so, um, so hang on, bear with me. If you go to our website at psychictapestry.com and you click on events, there's a schedule of upcoming shows and I will try and keep that updated for you. So you'll know when we're going to be here. Um, but again, for me, Tis the season. If you are interested, it's soundsofchristmas.com. And, uh, and this is not a big pitch. And again, I understand if, if you're not ready yet, that's fine. Um, you can go there and bookmark it and come back when you are ready. And, uh, and that's cool too. Um, but I, I did just want to mention that because we went live today. We, we actually we went live, live last month, but we were playing all Halloween music all October long. So, um, because people would be here with pitchforks and torches if I was doing that. <laughs> uh, well, and it's, and it's, you know, Halloween, people ask, what is Halloween music? Because, okay, well, there's Monster Mash and Ghostbusters. And after you get like a couple more, you start to wonder what they are. And, what I consider Halloween music is songs that are about ghosts and werewolves and and all of that kind of stuff. So I have uh, I have not nearly as many songs on that stage uh, on for Halloween as I do for Christmas, but it is growing, and I've probably got three or four hundred. And I do that same thing with that that I do with the Christmas music. I I mix it all up. So you're not hearing the monster mash all the time. So it's, it's kind of fun in October if you're sort of getting into Halloween and thinking about it and you want some spooky sounds. Um, but the main reason I do it is for my family because they're really into Halloween and, it, and it's a way to get the station up and going. But anyway, um, I'm not sure if you needed all that information, but we haven't been on it in a while, so I really felt like I needed to tell you. That's awesome. So and how do they do it again? They go to soundsatchristmas.com on their phone yep, just, or on their laptop. You can do that on play it from there. You can go to, to you go to soundsofchristmas.com and whether you do it on your phone or whether you do it uh, on your desktop, laptop, tablet, whatever. Um, you just type that into the browser, soundsofchristmas.com and it's very easy. You click on the tree and it tells you that if 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 you don't remember. Um, all you have to do is click on the tree and a little pop-up will play. Will uh, A little pop-up window will come up with the player in it. And then you just click play and you're good to go. And, cool. Uh, I'm and actually going to look at it 
online right now because Christmas is my most favorite thing in the whole world next to unicorns. <laughs> so this is exciting. I, oh, well, you know, if I, if, I had a, if I had a Christmas unicorn song, I would totally play it for you. But I don't know. Oh, we need to write one. But, Obviously, there's a a large space in the universe. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get that written. We'll get that written, and we'll send it over to Mariah so she can record it. And uh, beautiful, will be be great. Uh, (sighs) But uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. I like, as we've talked on on this show many times, I like lots of different kinds of music, pretty much all kinds of music, except badly played bagpipes. Um, and, oh, and you know oh, who you are. Oh. <laughs> um, and you know, in any genre of music, there are songs that are not so good, um, whether they're not performed well or they're not written well or whatever. But there isn't anything that I'm that, that I'm real opposed to. I don't play a lot of country Christmas music, just because a lot of it doesn't quite. It, it sounds so different from everything else uh, that I don't, and that doesn't mean that I completely avoid it. Um, if it's a good song, I, I play it, and uh, so there are plenty of there are plenty of classic country songs. I've got lots of Johnny Cash in there, and I've got um, recent things like uh, Garth and Trisha did an album last year, and I have tracks from that on there. So, and, and it just runs the gamut, and it runs the gamut in all genres. I probably I, I put in hundreds of new songs every year because there's so much new stuff that comes out, and and occasionally I will find older things that I, I, how did I not have this in there before? I don't know. Okay, then now, um, so it, it so you'll get you'll get a little bit of everything, uh, big band, rock, um, jazz, folk, e- e- everything. And and if you love if you love music and especially if you love Christmas music, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, but you don't have to. But let me reiterate, you don't have to start enjoying it today. Um, the other important thing is that this is free. It's a free station. You click on it and it's free. You don't have to subscribe to anything. I don't ask for your email address or anything. You just click that tree and you click the play button and you're in business. And that's really that's all there is to it. Um, and there is very limited advertising on it. I don't go to the big advertisers, so I'm not selling insurance and hamburgers or anything like that. I go to the artists, the artists that I play, um, and it's mostly new people who are want to promote their stuff. And I say, you know, would you like to help support me? Help me get this. The station going, and I'll and we'll make some ads for you, and hopefully um, make more people aware of your work. So I've got uh, I've got four people right now. So there are it's very limited advertising. It's mostly music, um, and I, I do have a couple um, a couple commercials in there for some um, charitable organizations that I like. So you'll hear uh, a brief thing for the American Cancer Society or for uh, Feeding America or for Shelter Pets. And, uh, but that's really it. And that's not all at once. If you hear one charitable thing, that's it for the hour. So it's, it's not. It's mostly music. Um, 
So it doesn't cost you anything, and you don't have to endure uh, 10, 15 minutes worth of commercials like you do on some radio stations. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, but anyhow, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to talk about that anymore. I, I, I think I've done a big enough pitch on it, and, and I really only <laughs> wanted to explain why, um, why the things might be a little bit wonky over the next month or two. Um, so, so there. Uh, did, uh, we, we didn't, Michelle. We didn't get a chance to um, to chat before the show, and usually we talk about a whole bunch of different things and then forget to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, was there anything in, was there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about this evening? Um, no, I'm just happy. I, I got here. I really wasn't feeling good this afternoon. <laughs> Lay down, took a nap and overslept a little bit. So I'm just a little bit like feeling like, ta-da, I made it. <laughs> yeah. That's as far as I've gotten. Well, you know, there's so much going on. We're coming into the holidays and, and fun, and you know, I've been really looking forward to your your Christmas station. So I'm loving that you're talking about it, Ken, because it's so exciting. I cannot wait to get in there and turn it on and leave it on for the next eight weeks. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, well, thank you. But no, you know, there's just we're moving into the holidays, and and you know, uh, um, Halloween was really fun last night. I had such a mixture of kids. And I have to say this, Ken, I had four kids who all had guns and it was so weird. It was like, Oh my gosh, these kids are coming to the door with guns that were like kind of realistic looking. (laughs) (laughs) And it shocked the heck out of me with all of the, the things that have been going on, especially with Las Vegas. And yet everybody was kind of like, well, this is just how it is. And, you know, I live in, in uh, Orange County where, you know, everybody's pretty straight-laced here. And I was really shocked that the kids were totally into it and were kind of laughing and having humor about it. They weren't being, like, scary about it, you know. They were kind of almost like they were being ironic. And so I just – I kind of wanted to <laughs> mention that because, you know, there's so much fear around all this stuff and so much controversy and everything around it and it shocked the heck out of me, and yet at the same time, it really gave me a chuckle. It was like, you know, I think our younger generation is going to be just fine uh, if they yeah, don't kill I, us I, off. I, but <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes I but feel even, like we give them good reason to. Yeah, yeah, uh, no kidding, huh? But it was it was yeah. really interesting, you know. And the, the I, I always kind of laughed and said, like, well, take as much candy as you want, you know. And the parents would always, you know, stand back there a little bit with. We kind of laugh and chuckle and stuff. So it was it was very interesting. It was very very interesting, but super fun. But I'm just happy to be here and happy to uh, have my voice that I can be talking. This is really exciting. So yeah, I am that's happy. It. That's all you got. Well, <laughs> since since you mentioned Halloween, um, and it was just Halloween just yesterday. We are live, by the way. It's November first. I think I probably said that, and. Um, and there are a couple people hanging on the phone. If you'd like to call, 347-838-9903 is the number. We, we really will get to call shortly. I, I prom- no, I need it this time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I want to mention one thing about Halloween because um, my wife Lisa and I went to um, Savannah last week. 
and she was doing some research for uh, for uh, a book she's working on. And I got to tell you, it, have you ever been to Savannah? I have never been Savannah, there. Florida. I was loving your pictures. I was just, I've always wanted to go I, down um, south. If you are from or in Savannah, Georgia right now, um, uh, please don't misunderstand me. I am not, I, it, it was a beautiful town, but it was also one, uh, it, it, not even one of, it was the creepiest place I have ever been. Um, so and much I, history there. There's so many dead people there. We went on so many tours where the tour guys all said Savannah is the city built on its dead because there are the, <gasps> the, the fences around the cemeteries are really arbitrary because the, the, they stretch out for great distances in every direction beyond the fence, but they just don't know who's there. But it, and it, it, it's everywhere, and it's just by the locals, it's just accepted which is the other really weird thing. There was a, a place we went to um, that is prime real estate um, right near the river. Um, I can't even imagine how much it costs. This, uh, and it's this restaurant pub. And when the guy bought it about 20 years ago, a little more, uh, it's four stories. And he had envisioned the two upper stories to be shops and office space and that kind of thing. Um, 20 years later, it's still vacant up there, still not ready for anything because contractors keep coming and they don't last a day. They say no, it's too, there's too much, too, too it's too haunted. I can't. Oh, can't do this. Um, oh I heard a, total a story. Billy bumps. Whoa. Yeah, we heard this Woo. one. I uh, this one story where there was a guy who was working with a hand power sander. And he was working on something, and and whatever he was sanding, he was done. So he went to turn it off, and it didn't turn off. And oh. he thought, well, there's something wrong with it, so I'll unplug it. And he unplugged it, and it still was going. And it had no battery pack or anything. And he said that the guy walked over to whoever the foreman or the manager or whatever was and handed him the sander that was still going. And here's the cord for it. <laughs> And said, "I quit." <laughs> and um, and it's just it's just so accepted by the people there. You have this this amazing four story restaurant that has room for offices and stuff. They could be making money hand over fist with that prime real estate location, and they're not. And for twenty years, they're not because the upper floors are so haunted they can't get contractors to stay in there and everybody just oh my gosh accepts it oh yeah okay yeah i totally get that it's just it, it's it's amazing there was one uh restaurant and i think it's the oldest restaurant in the in savannah and um it used to be frequented by pirates and they had a trap door that they would open and people would fall through it and they would Shanghai you, take you out through the tunnels underneath out to the ship and you would wake up out at sea, part of the crew. And uh, and sometimes when people fell through that trap door uh, they didn't land great and they injured themselves and if they decided that you were not going to be useful because you broke your leg, they'd leave you there to die. So there are people so there are those kind of people under there too. And I don't mean to be like 
spinning some great big ghost story about Savannah. I'm just saying <laughs> that I went on so many tours and investigation kind of things, and I bet there are plenty of people listening who probably did this kind of thing too, especially last night was Halloween. And I was just saying all this to pose to you, Michelle. What kind of suggestions do you have especially at this time of year when people have, when there's probably a higher likelihood that people listening to this show were out last night doing some kind of investigating, hanging out in the graveyard, doing that sort of stuff. What kind of suggestions do you have after the fact to, um, to protect yourself, to clear yourself, to make sure that you didn't pick up a hitchhiker or <laughs> something, you know, um, because I tell some of these things, and I do feel I feel the goosebumps too, and it always makes me wonder: Am, am I alone in here, or have I did yeah. I bring somebody <laughs> back with me? Um, so so well, I I well I just I just thought maybe you had some some suggestions or tips. I totally do because I teach. Well, I used to have a paranormal investigation team here in Orange County. We didn't last very long because everybody got distracted on doing other things. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting because when I saw what you were doing, I was stalking you on Facebook, living vicariously through you, Ken. Um, <laughs> I was That very thought crossed my mind. I was like, I hope Ken knows how to clear himself after he's going to all these places because I could feel the energy there and I could feel the heaviness. And I didn't know that, that Savannah was so haunted. You know, I always I think of either. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah I, I had no idea. But it certainly stands to reason because, you know, the Civil War was, was definitely so much going on in that area. And the pirates, I knew about the pirates, but I never put, you know, two and two together. And, so it, and it, the Revolutionary it, War. And the yeah, the Revolutionary War too. Matter of fact, yeah. I'm not sure, but Francis what is it, Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled mm -hmm. Banner, I think, in the harbor there or off offshore there, um, during one of the wars. I'm sorry, I was actually in a play with uh with with and I played the woman with the flag who should know this information, but I forget <laughs> it now. But I think he was out there too. So there's a lot of history there, and it just oh, I never thought about it. But when I was looking at the pictures and looking at what was going on, it was like, ooh, what's going on? So I'm really glad you brought it up. And yeah, I do. I have I had a paranormal investigation team, and. I was always really, really strict about preparation before energetically and, and psychically um, and what to do afterwards. And one of the things I was always um, really, really gosh, strident about, I mean, I was like, if you don't do it, you can't be on my team. But it's saying prayer and doing a little meditation before, asking for protection from the angels or your guides or whomever your, you know, people are, and being really consistent and being really conscious about doing that. And then afterwards, what I always suggested to my peeps was to use the violet light of limitless transmutation and even use it during the investigations as well, where you would just wrap, you know, using your powerful imagination, using that, that power of intention 
is seeing yourself wrapped in the, the huge, beautiful violet flame to cleanse and purify anything that may have decided to ride home with you. Have Archangel Michael come in and cut the cords, send blessings through those cords to whomever is at the other end. Because hitchhikers love to ride home. Um, I think I yeah. shared the story a while ago about when I went to England and I went to Westminster Abbey. And I have a lot of you know, past life connection to England and to Westminster Abbey. And when I was in there, I was just kind of almost overwhelmed with emotion um, with some of the, the energy that was in there and the people that were in there. And I have a huge connection to Mary, Queen of Scots. And I sat in front of her tomb for hours until they kind of kicked me out. But when I came home, I didn't think about any of this stuff. And when I came home, I was sitting out in the backyard with a Native American friend of mine. And all of a sudden, his eyes got really big. And I'm like, what's going on? He goes, what is going on? What's coming off of you? And I looked down, and I could see this mist coming off of my arms and my body. And I'm like, oh, those are the ghosts. And I just all of a sudden went, oh, my God. And I started doing clearing and stuff like that and cleared them all. But, you know, it's it's very likely that people that people do, you know, get hitchhikers when you're in places like that. So definitely using the violet light, asking the angels to help. Archangel Michael cut the cords. Take any of these beautiful beings um, back to either where they came or through into the light, you know, wherever they want to go. And, you know, kind of do a blessing for them. But it is, it's really important. Anybody out there is doing any kind of paranormal stuff. You want to clean that up because ghosties exist because they need to have energy. They need electromagnetic energy. That's why they love the electricity and the power tools. Um, And they need that energy. (laughs) And you as a human are a, a powerhouse of electromagnetic energy. And so you are like having a sign, eat at Joe's stuck in your forehead because they're like, yum, 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 yum. Right. And so you definitely Mm -hmm. want to clear, you want, you want to kind of set up some fields, wrapping yourself in the white light. It's always a good start. You know, anybody who's really conscientious about it, there's a lot of other things to golden light, doing prayers. I use a Merkaba. I actually do a prayer where I, put a Merkaba around me on a daily basis anyways. And when I go to do paranormal investigation or mediumship work at all, I always put this Merkaba around me and fill it with divine white light so that I have a structure and a grid around me to protect me. And then get done. Violet light's always awesome. And cut those cords and bless them. You know, I, um, oh my gosh, I did a, a uh, like a, oh, I guess it was kind of a ghost fair on the Queen Mary one time. And Ooh. before I got on the ship, I spoke to the ghosties of the ship and I said, if anybody wants clearing when I get done with this, I will hap- happily clear you. And then I did a three-day stint on there and advertising my wares and do a psychic reading. And George Norrie was there. And A.J. Barrera was there. I met him Ooh. then and we're, I'm actually starting to study with him. And um, I forgot. So I get done and I'm at home and about two weeks later and I'm exhausted and I'm, I'm not feeling good for these two weeks. And I was doing table tipping with my little group and all of a sudden the leader looks up and she goes, oh, we've got all kinds of sailors and stuff here. 
what is going on? And I looked up and I went, oh, no, <laughs> Queen Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't clear myself off. And I kind of tend to be a person that ghosties like to cling to anyway. So I really learned a good lesson. We cleared, she said we cleared about 200 um, presences wow. that, that had clung to me and come with me. I made a promise, you know, and I didn't fulfill it. So whether or not you make the promise, it's still really, really important to clear and cleanse yourself because they they exist by using our energy and, you know, it can it can drain you. It can really drain you. So that's that's my take on the whole thing. Well, since this is a, um, a show about spiritual development, spiritual growth, I think this is a really important thing to talk about because I would imagine especially – because it's um, there's heightened awareness of um, ghost hunting at uh, for Halloween, and there are lots of people who probably were on that. And for me, and this creepy trip to Savannah, um, I came across <laughs> three different three different kinds of um, paranormal things. And I'm not saying that these are the only three that there are. I'm just saying this is what I came across. Uh, one is kind of was um, kind of like a rerun. Something bad had happened, and it plays out often over and over. Yeah. And it's not yeah. something that you interact with. It's not something trying to get you. It's a rerun. It's kind of um, in the uh, in the Jack Nicholson version of The Shining. Um, one of the characters talks about. Um, this kind of thing and says it's kind of like um, when someone burns toast and you can clean it up and throw it away and that smell lingers. And yeah. and if you ever worked in an office and somebody's burned popcorn in the microwave, same thing. <laughs> that smell kind of just lingers and that's what this kind of thing is. It It's not there to hurt you, to interact with you, to, it, it's just one of those, it's just a weird thing. I don't know the science of it, if there is science of it. I don't, but it's just, it's a rerun. So that was yeah. the, the... It's the almost like thing. it's caught in a loop. Yeah, it is. It's just, um, I, I think about it like it's something that the, um, that was, that, that was so big um, or so horrific or whatever, that it sort of stained the area with its energy. Yeah. And it just yeah. kind of it just kind of repeats over and over. Um and that's that's one thing. The um the other is actual spirits that are there for whatever reason. Um maybe they want to talk with you, maybe they want to freak you out, maybe they want <laughs> uh justice for some infinite wrong. Uh, maybe they just think that that place is cool and they want to see what's shaking, whatever. Um, and that usually isn't really a problem either, depending on if they have some kind of intention. Um, but usually that's not, that's not a big issue. They may move things, they may hide things, that sort of stuff. Um, and the other is the, uh, the beasties, the negative energy, yeah. the low vibration entity bad things and those are the things yeah. that are the, the the most egregious in this those are the hitchhikers um those are the things that you gotta be careful about and um and that's the thing that you know you don't know 
until all of a sudden you find maybe you're having crazy mood swings. Maybe uh, you're feeling very irritable or like Michelle, like you said, you were feeling sick or, um, or whatever. And those are the things that you got to scrape off and, and get rid of with, uh, (laughs) with any of the things that, I mean, I, I like to, um, it's funny as we were walking around one, one particularly creepy place in Savannah. Um, my wife said purple cloak on, she envisions that, Purple cloak protection. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. The violet and, light. Um, I I like to I ask Michael for the uh, for his light to protect me and get rid of anything yeah. that is not for my highest good. And I envision Gabriel up there with that big vortex of light, like a huge metaphysical vacuum cleaner to suck up anything that is not good for me. And, and I. And, and that's what I just think about, and that's kind of how I, um, how I cope, how I clear, and get rid of the, the nasties. And I, I think it works okay. Um, I think I would know, or you would probably know right now if I had brought something back, if I had something. Yeah, on I there. actually was checking you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I was like, let's just make sure everything's okay here, and you're good to go. Because yeah. <laughs> there was, there was. You know, uh, and the other thing, and I don't mean to prolong this, and I apologize for the people who are hanging on the phone. We will get to you, I promise. But, um, I but I just think this is important because I think people um, do go out and do this kind of stuff, and they don't always know what they're doing. And yeah. there was one particular yeah. place that was really creepy, and I know there were a whole bunch of nasties in it, and I don't like to even think about it because I. I, I worry that that gives it power, even though now I'm back on the other side of the country. Um, but it really, it 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 was so bad. It really creeped me out then, and still does now to even think about it. And I, um, there's this one particular house that um, has so many of these nasties in it that the family that lived there packed up and gone, moved out. And this was 50 years ago, and they would not sell the house because they didn't want anyone else to move in and be subjected to what's in there. And I thought, oh, wow. wow. Yikes. Yikes. Yes. And that place is uh, so bad. <laughs> and I, I don't like to even think about it. But. I'm pretty sure that there are somebody who's listening to this right now who may not have gone by that particular house, but who was somewhere where there were these kind of things. And and you don't even know. And then you come home with – and and suddenly you're eating for two. And you have no idea. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, if if my Michael White Light – Gabriel with the big celestial vacuum cleaner. If that helps you, that's terrific. If if Michelle's much more, much, um, <laughs> much much saner, um, nicer version of clearing yourself, um, more more traditional possibly, uh, better word choices, all of that. If that helps you, that's terrific too. Your intention is really the important thing. So whether you yeah. use words like celestial vacuum cleaner or whether you use the the much prettier words that Michelle was using, um, you know, your angels and guides know what you mean, and and they're on your side. 
Um, but oh, very creepy, very creepy. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've I, been and, to some places I, that were just like, yeah. nope, not going in there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And and the thing that really surprised me about it was that it was very unexpected. I didn't have this idea of Savannah. I had more of a um, Steel Magnolias kind of feeling about Savannah, even though I don't think that took place in Savannah. But that kind of um, southern charm and hospitality, and and there is that, but especially in the historic area, because there have been so many um, horrific tragedies there of fires and yellow fever outbreaks and hurricanes, and it, it's on and on and on. And the way that being a coastal town, the way that there are places, many places, where they did just have to dump a whole lot of dead people in the ground, and now there's buildings on them. It's it's oh. very creepy. And and I'm sure I probably just sold a whole bunch of tickets to people who are going to go to Savannah to check <laughs> this out. And be careful. Just um, it, just do your protocols. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is fascinating. Um, and it's it's better than any novel that you're going to read. And um, it it is amazing. Both the 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 the, the ghost stories um, are incredible, and almost everybody there has one. If you don't want to pay to go on one of the tours, just go to one of the businesses and ask. Um, we went to, uh, and I, I know this is going longer, and I, I apologize. I promised Anne in the no, chat room that fun. we were going to be. Fun. Well, I promised Anne in the chat room that we were going to be taking calls in about ten minutes, and that was probably half an hour ago. But um, <laughs> I just want to say, just to give you an example, in in historic Havana, there is uh, Juliet Lowe's house. She was the founder of the Girl Scouts, and it is a beautiful historic home um, and there are great pieces of art in there and the tour is all about her and her family and her um, ambition in starting the Girl Scouts and everything and it's a very nice kind of thing to do and for whatever reason my wife and I were the only ones on this particular tour that afternoon so when it was done the tour guide asked if there were any questions and I said well this is Savannah so I have to ask is it haunted? And she sort of looked around and she said, well, we're not supposed to say this on the tour, but – and they do have a ghost there. And it's just – it's just in everything there. It is it, – it's – and I, I was talking to somebody at the, um, at the metaphysical shop where I do readings about it, and they were saying they couldn't believe you know, that somebody hasn't tried to get a bunch of people – to, uh, for want of a better term, exercise some of the properties there or clear them or whatever you want to say. And I just thought about that one particular really bad house. And I can't even imagine how many light workers you would need to be able to clear it because yeah. Yeah. somebody described it as a nest. And I just, uh, oh, I'm freaking yeah. out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope I, ho- I hope this prolonged conversation about all this stuff has helped um, has helped you. If you uh, 
if you went on any of these kind of ghost hunting uh, treks uh, over the last few days or the last month because October's October is is good for that. Um, and if you didn't clear yourself, it's not too late. You can do it. And especially if you have felt not quite yourself, um, why 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 prolong it? Um, go ahead and and yeah. do any of the stuff that we talked about and clear yourself and um, and you will feel better. And, uh, and also know that we also, um, I know I do that kind of work over the phone if anybody needs help with it too. And Ken, you probably, do you too? Um, I don't do that over the phone. I've taught a couple classes on uh, protection because um, the stuff that I recommend is a lot more visual and uh, and I don't count on my computer to for the the video thing to work because <laughs> I need some upgrades. But um but uh and it, it, that's just and that's just a, a personal thing that I have that I, I so I've done I've done some classes and so but if you know if you're in the greater San Diego area if you want to come by Mystic Isle I'd be glad to, to hook you up. Um for 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 those of you who aren't I recommend getting in touch with Michelle. And you can do that perfect uh Go to go to her website michelleambergie.com. It's Michelle with one L, A M B U R G E Y dot com, and uh, you can connect with her for lots of different reasons. The, the not just um, clearing away little low vibration nasties, but lots of different reasons. She teaches a bunch of very cool, very interesting classes, and. Uh, and you could also get a reading if you wanted to do that too. So lots of reasons. So go to her website and check it out. There. Thank um, you, Ken. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Um, for those of you who aren't rushing to Michelle's website right now, I I think we're going to try and, and take some calls. Um, cool. Oh. And um, a couple questions in the chat room as we get ready here. Um, Anne says. Um, uh, Michelle offers card readings or healings only. That's the question. Do, yeah. Do you offer card readings or healings only? I think you do. It I all. offer it all. I do it all. I have twenty-two different energy. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> twenty-two different energy healing modalities, and I've been a professional psychic medium and angelic channel since two thousand two. So I do it all. Plus, I'm a hypnotherapist, past life regressionist. I do sound healing. So, and I've been doing it over a distance. And then now that we have such great technology, I do it over Skype or FaceTime or Zoom, whatever vehicle works the best. And um, so, yeah, I do both. I do it all. Okay. Um, the same person who is Anne, who I think is, is, is hanging on the phone. Um, also says, um, does Michelle read by visions or does she use cards? It would be nice to know more about her. Of course, you just said more about you, so maybe that takes care of that. Yeah, I, I use cards sometimes. I'm basically a direct channel, a direct clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, clairsavant. Um, I got my clairs handled, so it's it's really whatever is needed. When I do my work, I allow spirit to flow through me. I don't read people. 
I allow spirit to flow through me to tell my clients what they need or do whatever healing needs to be done. Um, so that's kind of what I do. So if people want cards, I'll do cards. If people just want their answers, I'll do that, whoever spirit um, guides to do that. So that's kind of how I work. See, I usually um, I use cards a lot, uh, decks that I've made. Um, and I don't have any of them handy right now, so I won't be using cards tonight. But um, I like to use those when I'm when I'm reading at the shop. I like to use those for people because it sort of gets things going. Um, a lot of times, people will come in when you're doing a face to face with somebody for a reading. Um, they will come in and they'll they're not sure what to ask or how to get started. And I feel like the cards kind of open things up because they can say that they're there about a job and I will pull a card that's about something about a relationship and I'll probe with a couple questions about that. And they'll say, well, yeah, that's really why I'm here. And that's so, so for me, that sort of helps get things, helps get things going. Um, for tonight, um, instead of just relying on my wit and charm, (laughs) um, I have, uh, I have my my psychic jukebox going. Music's a big thing for me, um, uh, for both of us, actually, and that's why there's the tune and spiritual tune-up. So I have a cloud player with over 20,000 songs in it, and I started it randomly playing uh, before the show began. And uh, when we get to your call, I'll let you know what song was playing. And I, I asked my angels and guides to give me the song that's for you. So then I will let you know what song's playing and what I think it means it might mean something different for you, but it's kind of the same thing as the cards. You can kind of think of it as me reading songs instead of reading cards. Um, and it kind of helps to get things going and, and, and we'll see how that goes. So, so there, haha. <laughs> and, uh, I could see by the clock that I, we've, we've talked quite a bit. So we've got about, uh, about half an hour to go. So um, how about we start taking some calls? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, 347-838-9903 is the number. If you are listening on your computer to Blog Talk Radio, you can scroll down, pop in the chat room, and join us there. Hi, everybody in the chat room. Uh, you can also connect with us through social media, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry at psychic tapestry on Twitter. You can go to psychictapestry.com and click in the lower right uh, where it says send us a message and you can uh, send us a message that way as well. Phone is, is the best because you might have follow-up questions for us. We might have them for you. And the back and forth is much easier on the phone than uh, in the chat room or, or through social media. But you could be at work or you could be somewhere where you can't do that so um, or you don't want to have your voice on the radio. So that's why those other options are available to you. Um, another option, of course, is that you can click on Get a Reading at our website and um, connect with me or with Michelle or with any of the people who do shows here on uh, any of the Psychic Tapestry shows and, um, and get a private reading that way if you want something a little bit longer because these aren't long readings, um, a little more in-depth and more personal and more private. That's another option for you, too. But anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. Um, oh, God, I'm such a liar. 347-838-9903 is the number. <laughs> and now we're going to grab some calls, and I'm going to say hello to this caller, and then I'm going to stop talking. 
Here we go. Hi, thanks for uh, hanging on. What's your first name? My first name is Anne. Hello, Tan. And hello, Michelle. Hi. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Anne. Are you the same Anne that was in the um, chat room? Yes. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Interesting, because I had a feeling you were going to be calling in. I actually just pulled some cards for you. Um, After I said I don't use cards that often, but I all of a sudden was like, grab the cards, pull some cards for this next uh, person. So interesting. And what is your question for us tonight? Um, A couple of months ago, I was brought up into the situation. It was not dating, not anything. I was the gentleman with the guy that I really liked and I felt lots of chemistry with this person and now this situation ended so I don't get to see him and my question would be if you see that we will be reconnected again and if there will be any romantic development or you just or I should forget about this person um and the very first thing that comes through Archangel Michael pops in really really quick He's saying that this relationship was one that was kind of like one of those ones that where it's like as soon as you met him, it was kind of like, oh, wow. Exactly. It's like this like yeah. firework. Um, he's saying that those kind of relationships are really fun, but they're oftentimes a fast burn to where it's like it's like a firecracker. You know, it just burns and explodes, and it's amazing and wonderful, and then there's silence. Archangel Michael is saying it's really important that you come to acceptance of your separation from this man because there is somebody else coming in for you. Um, Archangel Michael is telling me that that you got to have this experience because it was exciting and it was something that you needed at the time. But he's saying that there's somebody else, and I know that, that your heart feels a little bit like you want that this gentleman, but there's somebody else who's coming in that is going to be very similar to this gentleman, but he's going to be in for the long haul. He's not going to be a fast burn. Do, does that make sense? It does. So this yeah. person, in other words, you're saying we will not see each other again, right? This, you may this see him here. again. You yeah. may see him again. But Archangel Michael wants your vision, your your awareness to be that there is somebody else that's going to be coming in that's better for you. I don't think this guy is gone yet. I think he's going to come back around because you guys do have kind of like this chemical attraction to each other. And I can see it's like the energy between you is almost like kind of like a rubber band. Where it's, it's magical. Like I can tell it's magic. Gonna... <laughs> it's oh, okay. Well, whoever's doing the magic, it's working. But is it for the highest good of all? No, I'm not doing any uh, magic. I'm saying that the energy is magical, like, you know, okay. like magic, m- magical shows. Yeah. But it's, if, it has nothing to do with black magic or white magic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some people, some okay. people do those kind of things. Please don't leave me. I, I actually did it one time. What a mistake. Um, never do it again. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's amazing because I can see that pull. And Archangel Michael is saying, you know, this this gentleman that you're asking about, he and he Archangel Michael rarely uses this, but he's saying he's not the one for you, but the one for you is coming in, and he's very similar to this guy. So he's saying, regardless of whether this gentleman you're talking about comes back in, this other guy is going to come in probably within the next. I'm getting. 
I'm getting the number six, like six weeks, six months, six weeks, six months, kind of depending on where you're at and how open you are to it. If you're just completely like, I don't want anybody else, it'll take a lot longer for the guy to come in. But if you're open and be like, okay, I just want someone who's good for me and loving for me, um, this new guy will come in a lot quicker. And it's interesting because I'm being told that he even kind of looks like the gentleman that you're inquiring about this evening. Um, and there will be that that chemistry there, but it won't be that fast burn, that whoa kind of a thing. It'll, it'll be same thing, but not the firecracker. Michelle, may you know I ask I mean? you why, uh, why we're not seeing each other at this time? He was not interested. He is not interested. He's not available. Why? Because, believe me, I think it was chemistry on both sides. It was chemistry on both sides, but chemistry does not make a relationship all the time. And what I, the word that I'm getting that he felt was overwhelmed because there's chemistry, there's fire, there's passion. I feel like there was a little tug of war between the two of you, maybe over control, maybe over kind of like a control. He has a little bit. I don't even know the word. He likes to say things his way. I like to say things my way, but we never, we never got to the point when we even, we were dating. So no, we were just brought to this situation when we had lots of discussions on completely different topics, not related to dating or love or anything. Uh, And now when (laughs) everything is done and said, I just don't know why, why the person didn't try to reach it reach out to me it's because it really he's not really the one for you in the bigger picture um but the one for you is going to have a lot of the attributes of this man that you're that you um the attributes that you really like so it's important for you not to go into oh did he not like me what was wrong with me why did he come back um it's important for you to be wow that was awesome love this this and this about that and look for that and this new guy that's coming in. Because he's going to come in quick. The quicker you kind of give yourself permission to be in acceptance that the other, that the, you know, the gentleman you're inquiring about didn't contact you and be like, well, okay, it wasn't meant to be, you kind of open that space up for this new guy to come in. And the card that you're getting for this new guy is the card of awe, which is A-W-E. And that is a word like, whoa. Wow, awesome. <laughs> because honestly, right? you won't believe, like, um, someone just, it was like a fun show, not even on Block Talk Radio, but we talked, and I, I say, okay, can you please pull a card for me? And, and he told me, oh, you, you'll fall in love. I say, well, it's impossible, because it's very rarely when I fall in love. <clears throat> and I even forgot well, about it. And it was, it was somewhere in August, and then in September, this happened out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, it got you ready. It plowed the fields. It got you ready for the real guy to come in. So even if, so open, uh, even if, let's just talk about the one that exists already. I don't know who's coming. So the one that is here that I met already. So even if we see each other, nothing will happen between us, right? Not long term, no. No, no, I'm not looking for long term. That's what maybe you didn't understand. I was not looking with him for a long term, maybe okay, with someone so, else, but not with him. Okay. Nothing's going to change about the reading or the information that I gave you, the gentleman. You may see him again. There's a good chance you'll see him again. You guys will have talk. The chemistry will be there. 
but he's not the one, and there is somebody else coming in. Okay. So I can only give you what I get, um, and I know we've got a lot of, a lot of other people on the line. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, but thank you but, so much, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead and go with that. Open your heart up. Good stuff is coming. Thank you. And thank you. Um, I would mm-hmm. just add to uh, to that. The song that was playing is a, a song by Demi Lovato called You Don't Do It For Me Anymore. And I feel like that is where he is right now because whatever this chemistry was, whether it was great conversation or, or whatever it was, uh, was, was like Michelle was saying, was the firecracker and boom, and that was really cool. And for him, for whatever reason, that fizzled and he doesn't feel that way. So he doesn't feel the He's he's kind of running hot and cold, and you, you know why waste your time on somebody that's like that anyway? You deserve something better, and I think once you allow that, um, this something better is going to come, and uh, and you may not even remember this other guy, which is just as well because you can't you can't count on him anyway. You deserve somebody that's not going to disappear. He didn't disappear, no. Absolutely not. He didn't disappear. We were brought up by a situation that was not even romantic, and that situation. But ended he's, at you're some right, point. right. But he's not. But he's not in communication with you. And he was. Maybe he feels and it's you, not appropriate. He's not even sure if I'm available. He's not okay, even sure. Okay. Okay. And, well, and so there, there can, were so many things and, discussed. And, that, and yeah. Okay. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You have to, you, if you're just going to make excuses for him all day, there's no point in Michelle and I saying anything because you're asking the questions and we're telling you what we get and you're trying to make excuses for this guy who, for whatever reason, isn't around. And you deserve to have somebody who's around. And if he was interested, if he felt that same way, he would do something about it. And he's not. So you need to allow that that's over, that for whatever reason he doesn't feel that way, and put that away, and then something else can come in, but nothing else will as long as you hold on to this. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you, Kim. I hope that Thank helped. You, Michelle. Yeah, it did help. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Blessings, Anne. Uh, three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is uh is the number here at Psychic Tapestry Spiritual Tune Up with Michelle Amberg and E. I'm Ken Kessler, and moi. And moi. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, if you're calling from area code seven eight zero, this is you. Oh, hey, it's uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi there. Yeah, it's Jay calling from Canada. Hi, Jay. Jay. Um, I have a question regarding what your topic is. Um, I just wondered. I'm finding now that I know there's the spiritual community here where I live is is pretty good, but I find there's a lacking thing of actually not so much purpose in the um the metaphysical aspects of the workshops and things like that, but I find there's a lack of practice amongst individuals who go to these workshops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is, you may laugh at that, and you're really right about no. that. And I'm just going, and I see that all the time, and going like, what's going on here? I mean, it's 
I mean, you can go to any workshop a long time and get that spiritual high for that weekend or the workshop. And then after that, just like, okay, what do I do with that stuff? And it's like, they don't, what's the, what's the use of going and spend all that money and, you know, having yeah. a good high? And then, you know, just like, it's not going to do anything growth. Because, you know, I'm, I'm really wondering about that now because it's like, I belong to a, uh, a yoga intensive right now. And maybe out of 11 people, there's maybe about, maybe two people that really did the work on it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I just wonder yeah, what's um, going on with that. <laughs> it's a good um, question, isn't it, eh? It's it, totally it is. good question. <laughs> Jay, um, my wife is a writer, and I've gone to lots of writer conferences with her. And there are a lot of people who will go to these concerts who are swept up in the romance of being a writer. And they will go around, and they will talk to people, and they will buy every kind of book on how to be a writer, how to find an angel, how to write about this, how to write about that. They love all of that stuff, and they will take it all home, and we'll see them at another conference six months later, and they have not written word one yet. But they have all of this stuff, and they just love doing that. And they'll go to the next one, and they'll do the same thing. And I think in the spiritual community, there are people just like that who get swept up in all that there is to learn because there's a lot. And they just want to go and be around other people who want to learn that stuff, who believe the things that they do. But then they go home. And they put their crystals on a shelf or they put the book somewhere else and they go back to their lives and they wait for whatever the next event is. And it is, it is kind of sad, but maybe, I don't know, maybe one of these days they'll, they'll be ready for the next step. But I think there are a lot of people that do that. Yeah, a ton, a ton. You know, I teach spiritual development classes. And mm-hmm. I've started teaching them in tiers, you know, in sections, because I have to filter out the people who aren't doing the work. Because I start with, like, foundational stuff, and then it, it expands out to some rather advanced stuff. And if you're not doing your prayer and meditation every day, if you're not practicing awareness, if you're not, you know, leading a somewhat healthy lifestyle, you know, drinking every night is just not going to do it. And I can see people's auras. So I can see if they're doing the work or not. And I would say probably about 75 to 80% of the people don't do the regular practice. And I set them up. I mean, I actually do a written out protocol for everything to be done today to develop yourself spiritually. That's what you're doing in a spiritual development class. You're learning all the fun stuff. But it's really, it's really prolific. And you know what, Jay? I want to say to you, be the person who's the example of what it looks like when someone does do their work. That was that was the message I got from Archangel Michael. Be the person that does do the work and be the example for everybody else who does it and not a, ha ha, I'm doing it, you know, in that kind of a way, but in a way for people to see you, how you're living your life and how you're, you're kind of shining in the world when you are doing the work and you are doing, you know, whatever your, your practices are. That's part of why you're being called and being your attention is being drawn to this awareness is because we need those lights um, shining in the world for people to see what it looks like when you really do do the work. You're absolutely right because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher too and I teach drumming and this, this class, this last class I had was a great class. And what I did is I put a 40 day drumming thing that they had to do and they could choose whatever they wanted, but it's only seven minutes. 
Okay. Yeah. And out of the yep. out of the six people that uh, six students that I had, four four people did it. And I and actually, you know, yeah. I said to them, you take a picture of the calendar and what you did, and you send it to me in about in about a week or so after the you know, the 40 days has been done. And most of them did. And there was one person that did it, and is right out of the gate. And this person wants to learn. It's like, I want to learn, yep. I want to learn, I want to learn. And it's like, yeah. I don't know why it's still, you know, I think some spiritual say, you know, there's, you know, half the population has woken up. But, you know, it's still the 90, the 90% haven't woken up and 10% have. And then mm-hmm. out of that 10%, you know, there's, it's very few that, that actually carry on that commitment of actually doing the work. And you, know, yeah. you, you get to really, really wonder, you know, that, you know, when we look at these, all these different, um, ancestors and all these people who've who made a mark in their world it's just the very few of them right that really showed up yep. for themselves yep yep mm-hmm. yeah. so true so true and, and it's you know and it's okay everybody has to be at their place where they're at i know i was at a point in my life where i wanted you know to know about the spiritual stuff and i wanted to you know see visions like you know that lady over there but I wasn't doing the work, and as soon as I did, man, the whole landscape changed. But people have to get there, too. And, you know, as a teacher and a spiritual teacher, and, and if you're drumming, dude, you're, you're a spiritual teacher, too. I've, I've been a drum circle myself as well, or a drum circle holder person. Um, it's just important to, to honor them where they're at, to not be in judgment of them. Because everybody gets there when they get there. And if you can give them your love and, like, honoring their space, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to carry them on your back. Um, but just kind of honor them. Big, like, you know, salute to you. You're, you know, you're right where you're supposed to be. Might not be where I want you to be, but you're right where you're supposed to be. And hallelujah. <laughs> you know? It's good for them, too. But... But you're you're shining in the world, Archangel Michael is acknowledging that and it's telling you get out there, you shine, you do what you know is right for you, and you actually will draw more people to you who will do the work and who will want to kind of work at with you at your level. And what's really exciting is when you get a student that surpasses you. I've had that happen a couple of times where I'm like, I don't even know what to do with you you need to find a biggie big to go work with. <laughs> and that's exciting too. Oh yes, it's awesome. You know it's really Yeah. And uh um some also whether it's not they're they're not ready or they can't make it a high enough priority. I know for me, um I've been through Reiki one and I have and, and I know I'm not ready for Reiki two because I just I, I'm just swamped with a lot of other things that I have to do, um, whether it's computer stuff. Um, I found out tonight my computer somehow ate a couple spreadsheets that I have to figure out where they went and how to find them, and i got to figure out a way to get money in to pay the bills to keep the lights on and food in the fridge. And all this stuff eats up a lot of time when I need to spend some time um, on on the Reiki. I just I, I don't have – I mean, it might sound like a cop-out, and maybe for some it is, but I know for me, I just I don't have the time right now. And I know that once Christmas is over and one of my big projects is put to bed, things will be different. And I'm hoping that I'm not just telling myself that and that it, it really will. <laughs> but, you know, 
sometimes it's it's difficult when you find something um, on your metaphysical path that is absolutely just amazing and you want to study and learn and practice and just immerse yourself in it, but you still have to do all of the other stuff. You still have to pick up the kids from school and clean up the dog mess that because they didn't get to be let out when they were supposed to be and you got to do the grocery shopping and you got to do all the other things and figuring out where that fits in is not easy for everybody so that may be part of it too i mean we're all really busy and everybody has to make decisions on what the priorities are and is this new stuff that i need to learn can I do that instead of the other things? And some people will say, yes, I'm going to be able to. This is important, and I'm ready now. And I think when you get to that point and you feel that, it's much easier to slide those other things around in your schedule so you can have the time. And so you can tell your significant other, hey, can you get the kids today because I've got to do this? Or, you know, whatever it is you need to do. But I think there's, you know, there's part of what Michelle says about you need to be ready, and I think it's also that you have to be able, be willing to make room for it yeah. in your schedule. And that's not easy for everybody. No. I just, I just wonder why that is. I mean, um, I mean, we have to make some sacrifices, but it, you mm-hmm. have to look how, how that the spiritual stuff is really, really important in. in Completing the package in a way. If you worked on, you know, the mental, physical, and I don't know, mental, physical, and emotional stuff, the, the spiritual yeah. stuff really comes into play with it. And if you don't have that, then it's not it's not complete. It doesn't make the whole picture. And I, I just find that even when the healing or or dealing with stuff, it's really uh, important that you have all the stuff. I didn't if I didn't do the yeah. yoga intensive that I did, you know, a few years ago without the you know, there's a lot of knowledge, but if I didn't do the physical and then have the spiritual stuff that goes along with it, I wouldn't really understand a program. And and I just find it that it's it's really, really important. And, and we, always, we always look at, why do we always look at that side, the spiritual stuff that <laughs> really is important and and push it aside all the time? And we always, I know I know we're really busy in, in our own stuff, but we just kind of like shove it aside as, like, as if it's not going to show up. But when it shows up, it shows up in a really bad way, I think, sometimes, too. So, sometimes, but think, you know what? Sometimes that's the journey. That's the journey mm-hmm. that people have to go through, and they'll get there. Just know that they'll get there. Don't don't worry about them. They'll get mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But and I and I think part of it too is that we we shove it aside because it's not easy. It takes dedication yeah. and sacrifice and work, and it's kind of like taking care of yourself and eating right. We all know going through the drive-through is a bad idea. Not good for us at all. But we're crushed for time. <laughs> That's what we do. We go through and we get double cheese, whatever, with fries, and and we know maybe it tastes good, maybe it doesn't. Who cares? Um, I only have this much time, and I got to just go and grab them, and it's only two tacos for 99 cents. I'm on it. And, you know, we know we're not supposed to do that, but we do it anyway because it's harder to plan out going to the grocery store and getting the food that is good for us or if you don't even know what's good for you go in and figuring that out so you can learn it that's a lot of work and a lot of people don't have yeah. or aren't ready to make the yeah. to, to put in the time to figuring that out until something yeah. and the ego, know, until they the get ego right and the ego mm-hmm. doesn't like change 
And that's a lot of what happens, too, is the ego is in there going, oh, oh we're not changing. Oh, we, no, oh, no, oh, if we change, things are going to, we're going to die. Chaos is going to ensue. Oh, no, no, because that's part of the ego's job, maintain the status quo, keeping everything groovy, you know. And when we start changing, we start meditating, you know, we change at a DNA level. We change at a cellular level. And that sets off the ego. And a lot of times people are really kind of battling their ego. It's like doing the drive through I think you were watching me today, Ken. You totally busted me. <laughs> I'm sorry I got those two tacos for 99 cents. <laughs> I, 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 I did too on the way home. I, I did too. Oh, no. <laughs> but a lot of it is the ego and not mm-hmm. in a bad way. You know, our ego is really our friend and we just need to not let it be the master. So, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting phenomenon. And honestly, we've all been there in some way. Um, and it's, it's you know, you got to chuckle at it. You got to smile at it. You got to love humanity, you know, wherever they're at because that's, as leaders and as spiritual people, that's part of our job is to love them just how they are. So good luck with your team there because it's, yeah. uh, you know, this, the ones that rise to the top, it's, it's, you know, it feels good to see that change. And the others, they'll come along when they're ready. They'll come along when they're ready. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Thank you so much for the conversation. It's been a lovely one. I look forward to other conversations too. So, awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, now, is your name Jay or Jake? Jay. Jay. Okay. Wanted to make because I wrote down Jake, but I said Jay, so I just want to okay. make sure. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling in. You're very welcome. Thanks both. Yeah. Thanks for the great messages and conversation again. Thank you. Okay. Both Keep both shining. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Jay. That was a good question. I <laughs> I had a, a, a song. I have two things in the in the last few minutes here. I had a song. I don't know if this was for Jay or not. He didn't ask. Um, Jay, if you're still listening, I, and I don't know if this is for you, if you, if you had... Uh, relationship questions on your mind, but this is for somebody. Um, Anne Murray, could I have this dance? And could I have this dance for the rest of my life? Um, I think, uh, so I don't know if this is for Jay or it could be for Jay and for somebody else that I think, um, I think. uh, Oh, I'm getting chills. The, yeah, the person that you're looking for, I, I think, I think you know who they are. Um, I think the other thing about the song is that you need to stand up and, and, and own it and make that, you know, let them know how you feel. I think that's so important for everyone that you need to let them, let them know, let those in your life know how you feel. Yeah. Um, and I, that's such a great song. And it, it would be really great to end on, but I I I have to say this and um I I just got a I just got a message from um someone very close to me that, that their dog just died. 
And I am just tough. And I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bring the show down here in the last few minutes. Um, But I I think this goes a little bit with the, the, the song I was just talking about. Let, let everybody in your life know that you love them, whether whether they have two legs or four. Um, yeah. And I'm not trying to equate the two. I know some people will be very upset if I try to say that the dog is as important as 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 people. You know, for some folks, they are. They're more. And yeah, don't don't judge. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and for others, they don't have. Um, but I I think I think it's very important to to let. Everybody in everybody in your circle, let them know how you feel. Don't hold it back because yeah. none of us are here forever, and you will be sorry if you if you don't take that opportunity. So, yeah. Um, I hope I hope that's not too somber uh, uh, an ending for the show. I feel like I should say something funny now to make it up, but <laughs> but I, I I don't feel funny so. Um, yeah, no. But and to, blessings to those people too. Yeah, you know, just send I, out I a little prayer and a little comfort. I I almost said who it was, but I I don't have their permission, and I don't know how they're feeling about it. Uh, and I I don't really feel like it's mine to to share, so I'm not yeah. going to say that. But I um. But you know, this is something that that you can do. By the way, wherever you are, even if you don't know who I'm talking about, you can send love to them. Yeah. It's just, it's all yeah. about your intention. So I guess I would yeah. ask that right now. If uh, if you don't mind, um, someone close to me is, is, I'm sure, grieving right now. And uh, and if you could send her love, um, that would mean a lot to me. I'd appreciate it. And that's the kind of thing you can do, by the way because you're a rock star and you're so powerful. You can do that for anybody. Anybody. If you see something go by on Facebook that somebody's having a rough day or a bad time or got bad news or any of that kind of thing, um, you don't have to just click the like or the love button. You can actually just think about sending them love. And it's that simple. Just think about, I want to send them love. That's really all you have to do. It's your intention. Yeah. So, So there's a little... A little extra for you. Um, I hope I didn't bring the crowd down. Sorry about that. But um, no, well, we've been all beautiful. over the map tonight. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> That's fun. Great show. <laughs> um, well, uh, thanks to everybody who called in um, and uh, everybody in the chat room. Uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, appreciate you listening, even if you're not in the chat room or you didn't call in. Even if you're listening to this as a podcast later, we appreciate you and thank you for that. If you couldn't get through tonight or we didn't get around to getting to you, go to PsychicTapestry.com, click on Get a Reading, and you can get a private reading with Michelle or with me or with Lisa or with Tony or anybody that does um, Psychic Tapestry shows. You can do that. Or if you want to just cut out the middleman, just go to Michelle's website, michelleambergy.com. Michelle with one L, A-M-B-U-R-G-E-Y.com. Um, she can help you with clearing like we were talking about earlier. She can help you with she can help you with all kinds of stuff. So go to her website, check it out, and connect that way too. And uh, 
Michelle, thank you, as always, for giving up part thank of your Wednesday night. Well, thank you. It's always such a great time. And, and I, again, apologize for being late. How rude. Oh, that's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it out of your pay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I deserve it. It's all right. Um, and everybody, ha- have a great week. Welcome to November. And we will see you, um, hopefully, if all goes well, we'll see you next Wednesday at this time. <laughs> same time, same yeah. channel. Yay, thank you, Ken. Blessings, everybody. (laughs) Have a great week. Take care. Ha, 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 ha,